Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On the show, I interview people from all over the world. Sometimes I do spirit-led sermons from the divine. In our household, we worship the Holy Trinity, Father of all of us, His Son, Jesus Christ, who died and rose again to save all of us from eternal damnation and connect us directly to the Father without any intercessor. And the Holy Spirit that lives and breathes within his children. It's a free gift he gives to anybody who truly believes and choose to live a life according to the assignment. My life assignment was clearly laid out to me in 2018 when I asked the father of all of us, what is the purpose of my life? What is it that you desire for me to do? And he said, He showed me, actually. He came into my bedroom. He showed me a very clear vision. And he said, "Uh, your job is to help empower people everywhere in the world. Help empower people to find happiness from within. Your job is to help people with depression. I've been clear on my assignment. And uh, we got 50 alternative therapies developed so far in my lifetime, 37 years and a couple of months. Uh, we've got uh, 90 songs I've written in the last three years, co-written a couple of them. One of them I got to write with my mom. Um, one of them, I, uh, two of them I wrote with my husband. It's been an incredible journey and uh, we're days away from the promise that the Lord assigned to me that I would be the person responsible for people in the world with depression. And they actually created a title for me. Just putting my jacket away. I was getting my little photos for my promotional post for this episode. And uh, we're days away. We're like 40, I don't know, 46, something like that days away from the official crowning in public It will be very public next, probably February or March, uh, whenever President Trump gets in office again. And uh, regardless of political status, we respect all leaders when they're in power, when they're not abusing their power and harming children and women. I've been blocked from making money in America because our top-level leadership, their security teams, signed contracts with satanic worshipers to steal from me for three years and on purpose paid to have my reputation ruined, paid a lot of money. Anytime they desire to, they hack into my phone, they listen in on my conversations, they steal my intellectual IP, my property. Even when I paid to have copyrights, they blocked me from receiving it. They've broken every single law that you can imagine. Forced me into homelessness three times. It's been nuts. The topic of this sermon is called hood preaching. Yeah, that's right. I grew up in the hood. I am not ashamed of where I grew up. Can't change it. It helps to shape you. Where you are born If you allow it to, it can shape you into that kind of a person. Or you can allow it to shift you into having greater perspective for other people that come from different areas. I chose to have that kind of perspective. A lot of it had to do with the kinds, the quality of people, the quality of friends my parents chose and the sacrifices they made. It says in the scriptures, in the Ten Commandments, to honor thy father and mother. And they're not perfect. My dad's not on the earth anymore, but he has eternity in heaven, and I've actually had the gift of hearing from him from heaven. It's been so supernatural. I'm so grateful that the Holy Spirit loves me so much that he gives me things. He allows me to have all, all of the powers of his son, Jesus Christ at my fingertips. That's what's possible when 
you have a faith as small as a mustard seed. He will move mountains if you ask him to. In the scriptures, he says you have not because you ask not. Even though he doesn't claim to be a minister, I consider him kind of a minister, Steve Harvey. Great public speaker. He's got an incredible story of overcoming homelessness. He slept in his car for three years pursuing his dream of getting paid to be a comedian. And that's all he does. He's on every single TV show you can imagine, on every single channel. He's got tons and tons of success now because he sacrificed for a long time and didn't listen to the naysayers that were telling him he'd never make it. He'd never reach his dreams. And he gives all glory to God. And he coaches young aspiring entrepreneurs. One of my old coworkers, when I worked in the home remodeling industry as a sales representative, account manager, she and I did our training together. She's a mother and I think a grandmother as well. She's a super cool lady, person of color. And she told me one day we were doing our lunch break together or morning, we were getting ready. They had snacks for us, so we had this little snack room where we would eat and stuff. And uh, she told me that her child loved Steve Harvey. I think I had just done a podcast episode or something with someone, uh, one, of my, one of my connections uh, was on his show. And uh, she said he actually has uh, like a summer camp where he welcomes people onto his property, families that are low income, and he helps them to dream big. He coaches young people. And my child, I think it was her son, if I'm remembering correctly, applied and the first time didn't make it in because there's so many people that apply, right? There's a certain number of applicants and they have a vetting process and whatnot. And they encourage them. They don't just say, sorry, you didn't make it. They give them something smaller that's, you know, you can't come this time, but, you know, probably like a ticket to one of his events online or something. And then they encourage them to try again. He's coaching and teaching young people how to write effectively to start asking for things that they desire and dream about. He's teaching young people how to ask to then be able to receive. How cool is that? He is ministering to the poor because he received his gift from the Lord. And that is what true believers do. They don't just desire to hold all their money, hold all their wealth, and not help anybody else. No. If you are a generous person, too much more will be given back to you. Hood preaching, straight from the hood. Now, I don't desire to ever live in an area that was like what I grew up in because I experienced so much fear all the time in the news, in the conversations at church, in the community, all the pedophiles that lived right down the street, right? It wasn't a safe environment for young people to live in, but it was what my parents could afford. And I wouldn't change my past for nothing, but I don't desire to live in places like that. Our economy right now, the whole world got shut down in 2020. Nobody was doing business except for dark, evil people. All of a sudden, we've got fentanyl problems, right? All of a sudden, we've got the Sound of Freedom movie, and they're saying that it's the largest, fastest-growing business, and they're getting away with it. Well, how are they getting away with it? How are the evil people that signed the contract that, that abduct children able to get away with blocking me from making money for three years? Simple. They are getting handouts from companies and countries overseas to infiltrate America. They are slowly slithering their way in and trying to take over and turn us into a bunch of slaves. Amazon already did it with the post office. You better believe they did. My husband, top trained assassin for President Trump, he tried to retire from the organization that protects all the presidents. He was denied retirement last year, and they tried to kill us in America. Unacceptable.
That's terrorism. That's an abuse of power. And I'm going to look in all the faces of the leaders that are responsible for keeping their citizens safe, and I'm going to forgive them because that's my choice. That's in my faith system, and that's what the Lord told me to do. But we're not going to sweep it under the rug and pretend like it didn't happen. The CCP has given so many financial handouts to the people in power right now. And my husband is the top trained guy. Yeah. He trained me so good that I had to make it look so believable that we hated each other last year and that we got divorced. We never got divorced. He never signed the paperwork. I even dated other people to make it look believable. It was believable to me because he was so cold to me. I had no idea what was going on, you see, because they threatened a black female officer. 107 high-ranking officers of the military on both political sides couldn't find us, couldn't find our location. And why did they need to find our location anyway? We're all American citizens. But the thing is, um, in our nation right now, there's so much division from our two presidents that are alive. And you know who I'm talking about. There is so much division. There are so many communists that have been paying our leaders in power to cause, on purpose, to cause division in the media, to cause division in the military, to cause division in marriages. It's unacceptable. The Illuminati, that is what they're called, the evil people that sacrifice the children. They are the richest of the richest of the rich. What's that, Father? Wow, he said they just raised their price to $10 million per child to sacrifice. That's sick. Absolutely sick. Meanwhile, there are people that are starving in America, sleeping outside in the woods. How do I know that? Because I fed them with my husband last year before we got married. We went in wintertime. We fed 50 families thanks to our local food bank that donated the food for us. And I spent money on my credit card to get dog food and to get baby formula because that's what the Holy Spirit told me to do. And I'm obedient. And we talked, we had conversations with these people. Some of them were women that didn't have children. They had to sleep outside in America for two years. And they said, we talked with one of the ladies. She said, I wish that people wouldn't assume that we're just deadbeats and druggies. She said, I was married. My husband died suddenly. I missed two house payments. I had a daycare business for 12 years, and I lost my income because I couldn't keep up with all the bills. I lost 50% of my income when my husband died, and I had to pay all of the funeral fees unexpectedly. We're not supposed to judge people. We're supposed to help them when they're in need hood preaching. I grew up in the hood, and even though I grew up in the hood, I also grew up with very close spiritual leaders who encouraged us as young as junior high to get plugged into volunteering in our community, to get plugged into praying for our community and walk around buildings and pray for this, uh, the prayer of Jabez, is asking for the Lord to expand your territory so that you can help more people. I learned at a very young age that, that prayers, prayers of the righteous are powerful and effective because my father survived cancer my first year in public school. I was a homeschool kid. In my first year transitioning into public school, my dad, we thought he was going to die. He was the single income earner of the family. And his job stepped up, created a bank account for us so that we wouldn't lose our house. He was only there for six months. They didn't owe us anything. They could have let him go. He was a liability. But they chose to help us. The community stepped up to help us. Neighbors started cooking meals for us, checking in on us. Our family, friends from 
from various churches, my dad's best friends that he had known since t Uncle Tim. We call him Uncle. He's not actual Uncle. He's one of my dad's best friends. He had known him since five years old. They grew up in the Tacoma Baptist Church together. Tim's dad was the preacher. When my parents first got married and moved up to Washington State where I was raised, I wasn't born yet. They moved up there in, uh, I think, 78, 80, 80, 1980, they bought their house. They got married in uh, 76, and they moved up to Washington to be closer to the family so that we could know our cousins. But they decided together that one parent was going to be at home and raise the children take the kids to doctor's appointments. And between the two of them, dad made more money, even though mom had the degree. So she sacrificed her income. That was an unexpected turn when I was in sixth grade when he was diagnosed with cancer. You don't forget the kindness of strangers. You don't forget when people are good to you. Another person that I look up to. I talk a lot about him on the show and in my content he is one of the heroes in my story because a lot of men disrespected me growing up. But there are more powerful stories of good men. Mr. Krauss was one of those good men. He came from, I think Michigan is where his family's from. He moved to the Northwest because he loved Mount Rainier. He loved the scenery. He decided, he used to work at the top Choral program or competing um, school in a different district. And he didn't like the attitudes of the rich kids, the rich, snotty brats. They had attitudes, they didn't have work ethic. Somehow he connected to our school district and it was a high gang, high crime area. But he was a good networker. And he came from, his father ran a business, and he used to run track in college, and he was very business-minded and movement-minded. He was a very smart guy, very well-rounded, uh, huge Democrat voter, huge. And he taught us to uh, be educated about where the money comes from and to start advocating for funds because we were in a low-income area and there wasn't even enough people to vote in our area to get bonds and levies. Bonds are for buildings, levies are for the people inside those buildings. I learned about politics from Mr. Krause. I didn't study any classes. He had us calling everybody and getting everybody to register to vote because he knew that if they didn't pass things in our district, then he would lose the club funds for our after-school elite music group, the music company that I was a part of. And we toured all over the U.S., and he wasn't going to lose that. And he knew he couldn't do it by himself. So he got all of us to step up and donate hours of time. And so I'm calling through the white pages and the yellow pages. I'm in high school. He had, he had scripted it out for us of what to say to call people to register to vote. Hey. Just one, I'm a, I'm a high school student at Spanaway Lake High School. Just wanted to check to see if you've registered to vote. And they're like, what? Who are you? Said, I'm in a music program, and our school is going to lose our music program if you don't register to vote. Are you registered to vote? Because <laughs> adults weren't, I don't think, legally allowed to ask. So he, <laughs> he got us kids asking about it. That's, that's hood preaching for you. And he didn't talk religion at all. He didn't talk at all about uh, your, your faith or your lack thereof. But he did ask my mother to counsel him a few times on topics, and that's between them. I do remember her sharing bits and pieces with me because she, I think, felt blessed that he trusted her to open up. <sighs> and she could help him. She could help him by just being herself and being another parent that he could reach out to because he didn't have time to go get into therapy over his issues. He was, <laughs> he was a smart dude. He was a very smart man and he was getting all of us excited to dream big. Very patriotic. 
And he didn't just get us excited to dream big, he showed us progressive steps of how to reach our dreams, how to execute properly performances, top level paid performances where businesses paid us. We had a six figure business inside a high school. We added value to our school district. We didn't keep any of that money as high school students. The exchange was letters of recommendation for college and professional career expertise in the entertainment industry. I think I got a very better deal. And positive memories for the rest of my life. And I still have a positive relationship with him since I was nine years old. I check in on him and Norma Jean, his wife, all the time. And I had him and his, his daughter, Britta. They got to meet the top trained security professional of President Biden. They were honorary guests in my Rich Happy Therapy in 2020. That, him, just him showing up for me, I had no idea there was a wolf in sheep's clothing that had pretended to be my business coach. Her and her husband got free seats and they were planning to have me killed. They had access to all the money in the world. I had no idea the level of evil that has infiltrated America or that I would get in less than 18 months of the calling, I would, I would actually have a death threat where I needed protections. Luckily, luckily the top security guy for Biden's team broke rules for me because many of his team members are involved in the Illuminati on the Democratic Party as are on the Republican Party because evil is everywhere and anybody, anybody can be bought out. He decided to help me because Mr. Krause showed up for that therapy experience and he got to witness a real hero who helped me, validated that I was a real story, that I was a real human being, that I grew my business from the ground up. And Mr. Krause helped me develop another therapy where Move Happy was first birthed, performing arts therapy. He is never retired. He keeps on giving. That's why he's gonna receive honorary uh, awards and very prestigious red carpet high-level, five-star, six-star transportation to this crowning because I wouldn't be here if it wouldn't be for Mr. C. And he taught us how to appreciate the military. We did dances where we had salutes and different things, and he didn't try to pretend like he was a military guy because he wasn't. I think his father was in the military, but I can't, I can't remember that. We'd have to ask him for confirmation. But he asked us in the group who. I remember we were doing a patriotic song, and he asked everybody in the group, whose parents are in the military right now? And James Thorne raised his hand right away. And he said, okay, what branch? And he told him. And he said, are there different ways to salute? He said, yes. He said, is it true or is it not true that an actual veteran of the military can tell what branch a person is based on how they salute. He says, yes, that is true. He says, my father's in the Air Force and he salutes like this, but I have cousins and uncles that are in the Army and they salute like this. He said, I don't know about the other branches. He said, thank you. Thank you for validating that. So that we decided collectively as an elite music group that was about to perform, we're talking high level performance in front of all the superintendents of Washington State that run every single school district I was 15 years old when that happened. I had a solo, I sang a Barbara Streisand song, and then we did one other song that was an African tribal theme song, and then we performed our patriotic song. It was just three songs, right? We traveled three and a half, four hours to Eastern Washington. I think it was in Ellensburg, if I'm remembering correctly. It was a long time ago. It was at the WASDA event. W it was the W-A-S-S-D-A. It was Washington State Superintendents, whatever their organization is called. 
We were the entertainment for all of the top-level leaders that ran every single school district in Washington State. And our program got paid for it, and they, and they didn't respect us in the district. They respected athletes more. So Mr. Krause got injured because we didn't have high-quality seats. We had regular school buses we had to take because they paid more, they cared more for the athletic teams. Nothing is new in the world, right? In our NFL, our sports teams, our athletes, they get paid tons of money. Meanwhile, the rest of us aren't barely trying to pay our bills and our student loans, right? So it is what it is. Uh, we're days away from me not ever being broke again and being a lender and not a borrower. I can't wait. Hood therapy. What I was trained on, and this is what was told to me, in war times, you don't ask, you just take. We are in war. We've been in a war. And when your government don't protect you as a woman, you find other ways of getting protection. I married the most fierce, feared assassin in all the world. And he's friends with all the top feared assassins around the world. And they love Jesus. They love families. And they will not allow for sexualizing and abducting of children. Absolutely not. And they all love Trump. If anybody doesn't vote for Trump, you got to ask yourself, are they just an idiot or are they getting paid out? from this nasty group that has taken the little boys and the little girls and making $10 million off of each of them. That's so sick. That's so sick. You should be upset. You should be floored. What's that, Father? 49% of abducted children are taken from America. Really? Wow. 49%. Where's the rest of the 50, 51%, Father? 26% from Europe. 13% from China. 13. That's a lot for China, but they got a lot of people there. They got, I think, a couple billion or something like that. Wow. Anything else, Father? Who'd preaching? I'll bring it to you straight. The Holy Spirit gifts me with knowledge, and sometimes the things that He shares with me are great. And good, sometimes the things he shares with me are necessary for me to share the truth, and it's painful. And a lot of people don't want to talk about it, but if we don't, if somebody doesn't talk about it, then nothing gets changed. I'm a survivor of childhood sexual abuse. I was a sex slave from three to seven years old. I've changed the language around it to emphasize that it wasn't my choice. And then when I was in an emergency situation as an adult in 2020, I was forced to do a sexual act again because the people paid in 2018 to have me killed and it was the same people that orchestrated it to force me to have a need they all planned it out they all planned to have me isolated in another state because they hacked into my devices and caused division in my family which added stress spying in illegally spying in on my devices the Lord is very angry with many of you. I ain't concerned about nothing. I'm heavily covered and protected. Even if I die, I ain't afraid to die. That's, that's how, how high level you got to think and be as strong in your faith. If you want to really be connected to the Father, you can't let nothing bother your faith. You ought to have a rock-solid foundation with the Savior that no matter what people throw at you in the physical realm, you will not stop believing in His goodness. He is good all the time, no matter what. He uses it all to turn things around for our good. It's been the worst three years of my life. It has not been joyful. It has not been fun. There have been fun things that I developed and executed because I'm obedient to the Lord. There have been fun things that I've created, including music, because it brings me joy and it brings me healing. And the Lord gifted me things 
because I chose to spend time with him and reveal, he revealed melodies to me and lyrics to me and allowed me to channel my stress from situations of a man that was disrespectful to me and also told me when he was drunk that he was going to blow his brains out. And so I was able to channel a song for this man, for all men, to keep, help keep their ego intact but to not allow myself to continue dating someone that's not treating me at the value and level I deserve to be treated. And it was that same man that donated his space of his house for our final concert series where President Trump and his wife, Melania, were in attendance. They showed up for me because I asked my husband to invite all presidents that he trusted. The Holy Spirit revealed President Biden's email address months before that, and I sent the email to his website that the Lord revealed to me on my last previous episode is an illegal money laundering website to abduct children in America and pay Biden directly. That is why they continued being threatened by me and tried to shut down my nonprofit because they knew I'm a threat to their business. And you better believe I can't wait to continue being a threat to their business and making their wallets thinner. You're either pro the slavery of children or you're against it. You can't be neutral. There is no neutral when it comes to children. You either are a child protector or you are a child harmer. And if you act like it's not going to bother you, it's not going to impact you, just wait until the children in your family are taken and then you're going to care way more. It's coming. And if you don't have children, there's going to be children in your neighborhood. You're going to be hearing people crying and you're going to be wishing you could have started paying attention and sharing the good news, sharing the hope beyond all hope and getting plugged into your community to keep a watch out for weirdos. These people are very conniving. They tricked me over the course of a year by using my mirror matching techniques of language of the church. Yeah, they used the lady told me she was from a private church group. She did it very slow and strategic, and she wasn't the only one. There was a thousand, eight, excuse me, 18,250 men and five women. She was one of the five women. Tried to use the money dangling carrot to get me funding. There's so many evil people in the world. You have to be on guard. And the fact that they targeted me, it's first of all flattering because they tried to get me to join their group. Just like another competitor in the contest tried to get me to be a grant writer without proper vetting. I didn't have actual experience experience in it. I was trying to do my own applying for grants um, after graduate school, but I didn't have any success because I was laid off of my teaching job because the economy sucked. I didn't do anything wrong. They just let me go. They had loopholes in the legal whatever. And uh, she liked that I was, that I had initiative and people on her team were trying to groom me sexually. And when I got uncomfortable with that, when I found out she was having an affair, I have values and standards. And I don't associate with adulterers. That's what it says in the scriptures. I follow the word as best I can. I'm not perfect. And in the last year and a half, I have dated people because my husband told me that he wanted a divorce. And I tried to text him one time last year. My phone got destroyed. So I was trying my best to move on in life. And no one told me there was a contract to steal from me. No one told me that they would ruin my marriage being a part of this contest. That they would try and have us killed. It's been fucked up, beyond fucked up. This is hood preaching. The Lord is not happy with any of you people that created a contest amongst yourselves, for yourselves, thinking that you can continue your child abducting, sexualizing, pedophilia, slavery business, and harvesting of their, their organs, and drinking their blood and having your blood parties. No, you're not going to be doing that anymore. We're going to be draining the swamp. What's that, Father? He says, speak about Putin. I don't know too much about Putin, but I know he's the head of Russia. What else? What do you want me to say? He says he loves families. He would never harm families. 
the media that has been told to us over the course of the last three years of this fake war. It's a real war where people are dying. They, on purpose, are trying to get us to hate Putin because China has infiltrated America and they want to work with Russia to take over our country. So you have to understand their strategies in war. And Trump, good businessman. He created peace when he was in office. He's a smart, strategic businessman. And if you are running a nation, you should be good at business. You should not be taking the economy into the shithole. I took some photos for this for this post and uh, for this uh, sermon. And I'm so sad because there was such beautiful artwork two years ago when I first moved to this area after being forced out of safe housing, forced out of my hero of 2020's home because they were all testing me and he was trying to lock me up in the house without a key and stop me from doing the business because he was ordered to. And he didn't know me that well and he loved me and he protected me as a real man did. This was my first place I moved to and the artwork that people did on this little skate park thing here it was gorgeous two years ago. Now it's completely covered in graffiti. I imagine a lot of families have been displaced. I imagine a lot of single parent situations are now in place. That's the kind of environment I grew up in. Where the teenagers are raising themselves because single parent family has to go to work. And they have to do the best that they can do. And so a lot of kids get into trouble and do stupid things. Like destroy skate parks with spray paint. Because they're angry. They're angry at how broke their situation is. And so they get bored. Kids need good, safe, positive role models and mentors. But you can't volunteer and be a mentor if you're working a bunch of jobs to pay your bills. Our economy is so terrible right now. And the people that aren't having bad economies that are doing just fine, you better double check their bank accounts and make sure they're not involved in this money laundering scandal or taking advantage of the poor. We are in World War III already. We're already there. Get prepared that women and more children are going to be raped. Get prepared. You better get trained up in weaponry. Protect your homes. Protect your communities. So many people are in heightened levels of stress where they could just snap. I spoke to one of them earlier this morning. He runs a church. He was very disrespectful to me. He runs a Catholic church. Multi- million dollar Catholic church in a rich town with zero help for the poor. And he was yelling at me when I was following up asking for assistance from a car accident that was caused in his town from somebody else. He didn't want to take any responsibility as a leader of his church of the Catholic Church, and he didn't like me calling him out on it. I didn't call him out on it. I was transferred to him, and they didn't tell me what they were transferring me for. What? They said terrible things about me, and then he was on the defense. The Holy Spirit told me to call them. So now they're on the radar of all my night watchers. I, I told him, I said, you better watch your back. If this is how you're talking to a fellow minister, I'd hate to hear how you're going to talk to someone that doesn't even believe in God. Now, I got a strong level of faith, but you better watch your back. I grew up in the hood. I worked in a psychiatric hospital. None of those patients that committed murder bothered me. None of them, because I didn't disrespect any of them. I treated them all with dignity. This man this morning disrespected me greatly. I asked him to lower his voice because he was raising it. I could tell he was stressed. I told him, I said, you are in a heightened level of stress. I can tell your whole town is. That's why he didn't help me. 
I know about the death of the police officer. He started laughing at me. He made fun of a poor person that is poor because rich people have stolen from me for three years in America and gotten away with it. It only takes one explosion of one church for people to wake up. I don't wish harm on anybody, but there are a lot of people that look out and protect me. And my husband told me, he said, you, these people that, that are in this group, he's like, there are some crazy, crazy people. He said, are you sure you want to marry me? I said, 100%, I love you. And I want to help you in your last few years of life be able to retire with dignity. It's the least I could do for you. You kept me alive in 2020 when the richest people in the world tried to kill me. Now, I know he's a good man. And he asked to marry me. And I said, let's sign a prenup. I know you got a retirement. I want to earn my own money in this world. You write in your letter however you want that money to be allocated. He said, I trust you. I, I desire for you to help the poor. That's what I would desire you to use the money for. I trust you. We don't need a prenup. I said, I would like one anyway. <laughs> I'm a stubborn lady. And I don't want nobody saying trash talk about me being a gold digger. And he knew that and he loved that. So he said, okay, we'll, we'll sign a prenup. And we never did. He never wrote one up. He's the leader of our household. And even though we were forced... forced to separate out of fear for both of our lives because of the fucking losers that are in power right now that are getting away with it. They tried to kill me after using me as an informant for the Democratic Party without asking my permissions, without paying me any money. Then they tried to kill me and the man they sent me to committing treason and act of terrorism on American soil. If President Biden is not impeached, there will be an explosion, a big one, somewhere in America. I don't wish harm on anybody, but there's been enough people that have disrespected me. And I'm in the bloodline of Jesus Christ, and he cursed a tree that wasn't bearing fruit. Biden is not bearing any fruit. This is hood therapy for you preaching. I bring you nothing but the truth. And if Trump doesn't get out of prison, if people really indict him and he has to go to prison, you better believe every single person that's been wrongfully arrested in America will have an uprising and there will be anarchy. And you will not want to be a first responder on that day. You will want to call out sick. It's time for everybody to start waking up in America. I'm a veteran spouse. I was forced to suck a penis. Otherwise, I would have been killed. He forced me into prostitution in America. That is what our leadership is trying to do in America. Are you going to let them do that? Are you going to let your little boys and your little girls get forced into sex slavery? 49% of the children are abducted from America. Are, are you going to allow them to continue having all kinds of kids and families come across the border without proper documentations? So then these children from Mexico could be abducted and sold into sex slavery? That's what's happening. That's why they're getting away with it. They are abducting women and children that are undocumented. And they are profiting off of these people that aren't American citizens. That is why they are okay with them crossing the border. That is the truth. People are getting paid a lot of money to promise them freedoms of America. And then they're getting sold into sex slavery and shipped overseas. And then when they're no longer of use, they harvest their organs. That is satanic. That is evil. And that's the truth. That's straight from the Holy Spirit revealing that to me to speak out loud to you. How do I know that? I just know because that is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And he is tired of all the bullshit in America. 
I have to go to court. I was arrested for protecting children from abuse. Meanwhile, Biden and his whole team that are in the Illuminati are getting $10 million per child. And there are homeless veterans killing themselves, 22 a day. Unacceptable. Start taking responsibility for the nation you run. Churches, you need to start taking responsibility for the poor in your community. If you have a visiting minister that's in an emergency, you better have extra emergency funds. If you are a leader of a church, you are only supposed to make from the tithes of the work that you provide. That is why I believe the Holy Spirit is honoring me in a few days. October 17th, I'll be the Chief Spiritual Officer of America because I've been obedient in the small. I've been obedient with His direction. And He's grown things out of nothing through my hands. He has multiplied things because people see the, the evident of the fruit of the Spirit, His evidence working through me. My husband and I, when I turn 40 years old, will be giving 90% of our income away to whomever the Holy Spirit tells us to give directly to human beings. I imagine a lot of organizations will be shut down in the next few years. We don't desire for any more people to harm themselves. Our mission is to help people with depression. There are many people that are in mental psychosis right now that are stressed to their max, which means they are incapable of helping people. They are incapable of doing their jobs with effectiveness. That Catholic father this morning proved that to me by laughing at me when I was in an emergency and humiliating the poor. He has lost his title. The Holy Spirit doesn't like that. Doesn't like that at all. They had a few phone calls from me. The Holy Spirit nudged me to call them this morning. That was their final chance, and they failed. So that church will be shut down. Those people will have to find new jobs. I don't know when that will happen, but I imagine that the team that looks out for me, my night watchers, will look into their funds, and if they're involved in any money laundering or anything illegal, they will go to prison. It is what it is. Such a waste of all that money to renovate that building to then not help the poor. But nothing on this earth is really new. It's all patterns that are repeated of the past. That is why Jesus came down to the earth, to be the ultimate role model and example, to put the religious leaders in their place and to remind them what it means to truly be a disciple, a follower. And uh, I've got a long ways to learn. I've got a long ways to grow. But I can tell you right now that uh, there's going to be a lot of churches that are going to be shut down because they are being disobedient to the Father. We are in the end times. Get plugged into Bible-based churches. Get plugged in to real relationships with human beings. Pray for them. Ask them to pray for you. Talk about what's going well in your life, the blessings that you're grateful for, and talk about your needs. Don't be afraid to speak up and ask for your needs, but if you ask a church, then ask a different church. If you ask a different I called seven churches that were in a 1.2-mile radius after getting hit by a car going 80 miles an hour. I, I didn't even receive any medical treatment because they didn't send any my way. That's how bad the economy is. I still haven't been able to get any medical treatment because I had to delay it because medical providers in my town denied me access because of lack of money. That's how bad our economy is, and they're getting away with it. 
I already had a pre-existing back injury from a car accident in 2015, and I watched the marketing video of Morgan & Morgan, and it said that that could actually make my case stronger. But the lawyer that I worked with that hired, that told me that they had um, accepted the case, on the phone, he was not for me at all. He had already made his decision. And he's going to lose his license in law. Because he chose to not protect me a victim for a car accident. So Morgan and Morgan will be a part of our lawsuit that we sue against. There's going to be a lot of organizations that are going to be in this lawsuit. And my husband and I are reunited. Uh, we're going to present all those documents in that meeting. And uh, if anybody doesn't show up that's supposed to be in that meeting and tries to waste our time and delay the meeting, there's going to be an uproar in the United States. The people have spoken. They're tired of the bullshit. No more masks. No more extra releases of diseases that we know you create. The people have spoken. We are done. Poor leadership. Move out. Move Trump back in. Anything else, Father? He says, nope. Wrap it up. All right. If you desire to know this Father that I know and have a personal relationship with Him, repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this gift of salvation. I cannot earn it. I can't buy it. You give it freely to those who believe in your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, I know I make mistakes, but I don't desire to. I ask you to come into my heart and convict me. Show me better ways to operate in life and to choose to be more loving to others. I thank you and I praise you in your heavenly name. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, we want to welcome you to the family. You want to get plugged into a Bible-based church. Keep God first place, no matter what. And he will turn around your story for your glory and his glory. Keep him first place. Anything else, Father? He says, nope, sing your jingle. All right. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. And we'll see you next time.